everybody. Welcome back to That Plumbing Podcast. I'm Brandon the Plumber, and today we're going to talk about the idea of just letting the customer make their own decisions when it, when it comes to selecting options. We are, think of us as like a card dealer at a casino. We deal the cards to the customers, and we really don't have any emotional attachment to what they decide to do. So you're playing bat blackjack, you're the dealer, you're dealing cards, customer has their number. It's up to them whether they want to hit or if they want to stand. Makes no difference to me as the dealer of what they choose. Hell, they can even you can even ask for advice from the dealer when you're playing blackjack. I, I remember when I first did this in Vegas, it was it was so crazy that you could ask the dealer openly what you should do, get his advice and his opinion, and it's perfectly legal. You know, because the dealer personally is not affected by what I choose. Whether I hit, stand, bust, fold, dealer's job is not to care. The dealer's job is to just deal the cards. And in the same way, as service professionals, our job is to diagnose, educate, and give options. That's it. It doesn't matter what the customer chooses, whether they choose the economy or the premium, in either situation, you know, we're solving their problems. And that's what we're there to do. We're there to educate and solve problems. This is actually a great way to gauge on whether or not your intent is in the right place when it comes to servicing. Are you getting emotionally involved and attached to what it is that they are choosing? Are you leaving a call angry when they don't choose the premium option? Do you find yourself kind of massaging and manipulating the conversation to steer them in the direction of a certain option? Well, if so, then you're not being the dealer. You're trying to get something. You're trying to manipulate and persuade instead of educating and solving their problem. Because remember, if you're charging what you're worth, it doesn't matter if they choose the economy or the premium you're making good enough money to where you're happy with what they choose. It's when you get into these situations where you start discounting discounting everything or giving stuff away for free to make the sale, that's when the economy option might be like, you might feel rushed or that you're getting screwed over if you're doing the economy option. But if you quote properly and explain it and your prices are where they should be, you're good no matter what. You know, you'll just go to a, another call if they only choose the economy. But at the end of the day, it's up to the customer. And by giving them options, educating them and getting them to choose, you're getting them to also take responsibility for their choice. Let's say a toilet. Let's say they want to replace a toilet and you give them one option and they reluctantly agree. You get the toilet installed and whatnot, and they don't like it. They don't like the flush. They don't like the way it looks for whatever reason. Let's say they wanted ADA height. So now they're upset with you because you kind of backed them into this corner of making a decision that they didn't really understand and, and didn't want to choose. As opposed to if you go in and you explain three different tiers of toilets, the different flushes, the different heights, the internal components, the flapper size. And then if you educate them on all of the aspects of a toilet and then give them a good, better, best option, what they choose, that is completely on them because they knew the facts. They knew what they were getting into. They understood why they needed it. And then they made the choice themselves. 
Remember, we're here to give options, not ultimatums. This is America. People like choice. Every call is the same. It doesn't matter where they live, what they drive, what the house is, how many people, all of that stuff doesn't matter. Every call is the same. Every customer gets the same process, regardless of how much we think they make. We're checking the pressure at every house. We're looking for water filtration, and we're getting a good idea of how old the system is at every house. It, it does not matter. And it's through being disciplined in this area and not discriminating the customer is the where you get the calls where they surprise you and, and get the premium option. How many of you know that there's a garbage disposal out there that cost over $1,000 once it's supplied and installed? How many people think that that's even possible to sell a garbage disposal that's over $1,000? Well, it is. I've done it before, and it actually surprised me just as much as it would anyone else. I give them the four options for garbage disposal. The premium one, the Pro 1000 or whatever it was, was over $1,000 once everything was considered. And that customer chose that option. It, it completely blew me away. And I think this was one of the first times that I realized that the power of given options is real if you just take the time to give them. And don't judge the customer. Don't make any assumptions. Because I'll tell you, uh, work in Phoenix, Arizona, I've worked all over the valley. I've seen people in like Glendale, Peoria, like the older houses, spend more money than people that live in the Scottsdale area. I've been to houses where hoarders have been there, live there, and I just, whatever, all right, I'm just going to give the options and see what happens. And they go with the premium option. You cannot judge a book by its cover. You don't know other person's financial situation, their relationship to money. What if they just, they don't value cars. They just want to get to work and back, but they have enough saved up to, to invest in their house and perform maintenances. And they're just waiting for someone to give them the option to do so. I mean, could you imagine going into Best Buy after a day's worth of work looking for a TV or a computer and you're a plumber, so you're probably dirty. Who knows? Maybe you did a repipe or something that day. So you got mud and dirt on you. The sales guy looks at your clothing and immediately makes the decision that this guy's dirty. He can't afford anything good. I'm not going to show him the 4K TVs because there's no way he can afford it. I mean, look at him. Look at him. He's got dirt on his hands. He can't afford any of this. Or no, I'm not going to show you the, the Apple computers. I'm, I'm only going to show you the, uh, the Lenovo's because the apples are too expensive. I mean, we would be pretty upset about that. And yet that's kind of what we tend to do as technicians going into someone's house, especially when we're first starting to implement the idea of given options. We are making snap judgments based on our money, our relationship with money. We know nothing about this customer and what, how much money he has. So trying to break that habit is crucial in the beginning phases. And, you know, it's, it comes back to the idea of having a process. Every call is the same. You take the time, build a relationship, educate the customer, give options. Every call, no matter what house they're in. And our prices are right, so it doesn't matter which one they choose. We just want to solve the customer, educate them and solve their issues. That's great service. That's what a, a real technician should be doing out there. So when I talk about every call is the same, what I'm talking about is the buyer's journey. And for those that don't know, the buyer's journey is a concept in marketing. 
It's three distinct phases that every buyer goes through. It starts with the awareness phase where the customer becomes aware of your product of service. The consideration stage where they look at their needs versus what you're offering and they consider whether or not the value proposition is high enough for them to purchase. And then we have the decision stage, the actual decision process that they go through in order to select your product or service or not. Now, the way this looks as far as plumbing goes, let's start with the awareness stage. They have a problem. They have a leaking angle stop. They call you out. So their awareness right now is limited to what they can see. They see a leak on the angle stop. They need to resolve the issue, so they call you. Well, actually, it could start even before that. They might not have a plumber. So awareness stage could start with the Google search that they go through or whatever the decision-making process to ultimately call your company. All right, so they chose you. You come out there. You're still in the awareness stage when you first meet them because all you know is what they told you. And the customer is not a plumber, so they don't know what's actually going on. They're only, they're only seeing the acute symptom. All right, so you arrive on site, you parked on the right side of the road, you're chewing gum, your shirt's tucked in, you don't smell like anything nasty. You start to talk to the customer. You start to build that relationship with them, get to know them and their plumbing better. Try and figure out who's using it, how they're affected, what specifically about the problem affects who specifically in the house. So really, it's only after this phase can you start moving into the awareness phase and helping the customer through it by educating them and providing options. If they're looking for a toilet, educating them on the different aspects of a toilet. What are the different components for garbage disposal? What's the difference between the economy and the premium? You're making them aware of the different products and services, and you're educating them in the process. And you could almost say that this doesn't even start until your presentation. When you actually have the customer's attention, you know everything that you need to know about the system, and then you start giving them options, making them aware of what they could choose from. After you've done that, they may start asking questions. They're moving into the consideration stage where they're maybe asking about each individual option and trying to understand it better seeing if they can mix and match. Do they have to do this? Can they supply their own material for this and, and lower the price? So the consideration is where they're, they're debating or they're, they're trying to figure out which one that they want. And you must help them through this stage because they're probably going to have questions. And they might not even specifically ask you a question, but if you're listening to the customer and you can sense that they're kind of hung up on a concept, you could take it upon yourself to elaborate more on certain aspects so that they can just really have all the information they need to make an informed decision. That's all we want. We want them to be educated and choose what they think is best for them, not what you think is best for them based on what you think their finances are. And finally, the decision phase where they choose which option they want to go with. Now, it's important that no matter which one they choose, you affirm their choice because we don't want buyer's remorse. Whatever they choose, you say, that's great. That's a great option. I, I totally think that this is going to solve your needs. And in the future, we can, we can do this, this, and this if you want. You want them to know and feel, feel that they made the right decision. And then even throughout the rest of the process of actually performing the work and afterwards, you want to continue to reaffirm them that they made the right decision. 
You want to continue to build a relationship and rapport with them. Just because now they've chosen an option doesn't mean you shut down and don't speak to them (laughs) any more than what's necessary. You want to continue to maintain the same level of relationship that got you to that point. Because a customer is going to really sense if you're very friendly and asking questions and attentive. And then as soon as you choose the option, you go cold and ignore them. That's gonna, that could definitely trigger some buyer's remorse because it might make them think that you were playing them, that you were tricking them and just manipulating them to make a decision. And now that you got what you want, <laughs> you don't care about them. So it, the buyer's journey must continue to provide service and reassurance throughout the, until you leave. And every customer gets the same attitude. Every customer gets the same process, the same care and consideration, the same education process. That's how you really increase your ticket averages is being consistent with all calls. Remember, you're the dealer and every call is the same. Give people options. Don't choose for them and leave your mother in the truck. And while it might be kind of awkward at first and take more time, once you get it down and you find a flow and you find a routine, you'll just you'll do it won't even think about it. You won't think that I'm trying to build options or oh now let me move to this stage. It's nothing like that. It's it's about incorporating these ideas into your own personality and making it yours. No scripts or anything like that. It's it's the general concept that we're trying to flush out here. And am I perfect on every call? Absolutely not. I mean, we all have off days. We all have, you know, we're rushing for whatever reason, but I sincerely try my best to do this on every call and it pays off in the long run. And the best part is if you do all this properly, the customer is actually taking responsibility for their decision. All right. So to just kind of sum it up, give options, let the customer choose. Leave your ideas of money and your budgets and what you think other people can afford. Leave it in the truck. People, and in particular Americans, like choice. They like the idea of being in control of their future. Every call is the same. The process is the same. No matter what they drive, where they live at, what their house looks like, the buyer's journey is the same for every customer. And it's your job to take them through the buyer's journey by listening to them, building rapport, asking questions and getting to know the unique situation to that customer, their family members, their their values, what concerns them. And then you make them aware of the different solutions that you can offer through your options. You help them consider by answering questions and educating them and making sure that they fully understand what they're looking at. And then once they make the decision, affirming that decision and continuing that same attitude throughout the rest of the job while you complete the work, closing out the ticket. You don't want to go cold on them. You want the same service throughout the entire call. Consistency is the key to higher ticket averages and providing better service. So that's it for today's episode. I am going to start actually really pushing this locally within Phoenix Uh, People I'm meeting at supply houses, putting up flyers, stuff like that. So what I would really love is if you wanted to come on and and be on the show, I can come to you. We can see about Skype or whatever, but I'm looking for people who have similar philosophies about this kind of stuff and wants to come on and discuss it with me. 
If that's something you think sounds interesting, go ahead and shoot me an email, brandon at thatplumbingpodcast.com. You can look up That Plumbing Podcast on YouTube. It's under Brandon the Plumber and leave a comment under any particular episode if you want to have a discussion or have any questions about the stuff that I'm talking about. Totally up to you. But I uh, appreciate you listening and I'm still working on outros, but I'm just going to just going to go and I will see y'all next time.